Hi, ladies. Welcome back to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Brian Lightfoot-Smith, founder and chief connector at Black Girls of Purpose. And I'm glad that you're back with us. Every week that you come, I'm excited because it means that hopefully we said something that was helpful to you in our previous weeks, but also I hope that it means you're ready to apply the things that we've been teaching. So you've been with us since the beginning of the month, you know that this month is our business and Bible study series in celebration of our two-year podcast anniversary. I felt like it would be good to share some of the lessons I've learned over the past couple of years of podcasting. And I'm so excited about today's episode because I'm going to be real and honest with y'all about my entrepreneurial journey. I know I shared some things in the first week, but as I prepared to share today's episode. I just know that there are a lot of things I'll be touching on. So before we jump into the episode, I do want to ask a couple of things. If you have not downloaded that Priorities Playbook to help you get organized as you start your week, definitely go over to blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash playbook. You can download that for free. And you'll also get my Trello tutorial on how to manage your projects for every week. And I shared with you all that's how I run the business. That's also how I run the things happening in my life personally. Second, if you have not already, please go on, go to Instagram and follow us on Instagram at Black Girls with Purpose. Uh, we would love to engage with you over there. Shoot us a DM and just let us know a little bit about you, where you're listening from, how you found out about the podcast, that type of thing. And then lastly, I want you to, if you have not already, which we have tons of listeners and not a ton of reviews. So if you have not already, if you're listening from an iPhone or if you're listening uh, using Apple Podcasts, even if it's on the desktop app, I'm going to ask that you would leave us a review and let us know how this podcast is helping you. Uh, whenever you leave a review, it helps us to get found by more uh, women of faith in business like yourself who may be looking for strategy or just encouraging inspiration for every single week. And so go ahead and do those things for me. Download the Priorities Playbook at blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash playbook. Secondly, uh, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at blackgirlsofpurpose. And then lastly, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Now, I'm going to tell y'all straight out the gate. It's afternoon. It's actually evening as I'm recording this. And so I want you all to bear with me if I get out of breath. I shared during our first week that I am pregnant. At the time of this recording, I am about 19 weeks. And so um, <laughs> pregnant women will tell you, like, you get, you get out of breath very easily. And y'all know me. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I speak very quickly, which leads me to get out of breath very quickly. So just bear with me if I take a break, if I take a pause. But all those housekeeping things out of the way, I am excited, as I said in the beginning, about today's episode. Today's episode is called Business is About Filling a Need business is about filling a need. And as I reflected on this, I had actually had another lesson scheduled for this particular series. And when I started breaking down my points for the different weeks, I was like, you know what, I really feel like I need to talk about business being about filling a need, primarily because I know that, as I shared with you all in previous weeks, when I first went out to start a business, I was very much focused on me. Like, okay, I don't want to work these hours. I want to work these hours. Okay, I want to have this kind of, you know, office set up. I want to have these kinds of journals, very superficial things. And because my businesses at the time 
were not built on built upon filling a need, then I found myself in a dry spot. Uh, but even with my company, Brands by Brie, when I really did make it my aim to help uh, small businesses, specifically businesses um, that were owned by women of color to succeed and to be professional with their brand online and with their marketing, then I found that people very easily were drawn to me and attracted to me. And I did not have to do a bunch of hustling and saying, you know, okay, here's what it is that we're offering. And I know that there are a lot of people who are on two sides of the fence when it comes to the argument, if you build it, they will come. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that 100%, but I will say that when you are putting out quality content, when you are being consistent, like we talked about last week, when you are having the faith to start somewhere, then your people will find you eventually. I do believe that. Yes, you have to make sure that you're putting out the post for them to find. You are putting out the podcast episodes for them to find, but I am living proof even in this moment um, as I look at the things that have happened for Black Girls of Purpose in just a few weeks and the amount of people that we are getting to listen to the podcast. I mean, I'm, my, my mind is blown because honestly, I'm not doing anything different than what I was doing previously, but what I am noticing is that I have a clear message on what it is that I offer and I really am in business now to fill a need. I'll be honest with y'all and let you know as well that even when I wrote my first book, The Black Girl's Guide to Living on Purpose, feel like I was feeling a need, but there was also this part of me that saw a vision of someone who would be traveling all the time and speaking to women. And not to say that vision in and of itself was bad, but when that became my pursuit and not saying, how can I help these people who are coming to me? Then again, God had to put me in the, on the, put my business on a back burner and, re, and remind me, this is a ministry, Brie. If you are a woman of faith and you have a business, it's first and foremost a ministry. Anything that God has given us is an avenue for us to share uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's an avenue for us to tell more people about him. And it's also a platform for us to uh, just show him, people how good he is. I mean, I know that even now as I'm sitting here recording this, there are going to be so many things I believe that will come out even before the year ends where I'm going to be like, y'all, I can't take any credit for it. And so when I think about business being about filling a need, I think about how so many people get into it. And we talked about this a little bit last week, but so many people get into it because of the final product that they see. So I don't know if any of you all follow Jaleesa Vaughn, aka Jaleesa Jefferson, that's her married name on Instagram. But one of the things that I love about her influencer platform is the fact that she shares a lot of the behind the scenes like she doesn't just share the final product of her with the amazon bags you know saying hey sign up for your amazon fresh pack today whatever the case may be she does a lot of vlogs on the behind the scenes of shooting and showing her behind a computer screen and sending emails and getting things approved and what was so interesting to me is that while I do know a few people who are influencers, I just didn't really feel like I understood the full scope of what that even means. And honestly, even seeing um, how some people that you know are in the influencer field have talked about how people feel like because of the space that they're in, they can make comments about their personal lives that you know are really not appropriate. Um, I just realized, you know, a lot of people who are in that industry did not set out to be an influencer of anything. I mean, that's really a field that's only come to play, come into play within the past five to 10 years. People weren't 
influencer marketing was not a thing, right? And so um, I think it's so interesting even with that, that, you know, a lot of people look at where people are and they think that's so amazing and, oh, okay, well, you don't understand the behind the scenes and you don't understand that, again, they were not trying to be an influencer. They were just sharing what they were doing already. I know a lot of um, influencers that started out as bloggers or, you know, they were doing vlogs and showing people what they were using. And as they were showing people what they were using, more and more people were coming and that just happened naturally it happened organically and this is why a lot of times when you hear people business coaches and consultants that work with people to help them decide what their business model should be or their business structure should be they ask like what is it that people are asking you to help them with already one of my favorite stories is uh, tiffany aliche adiche aliche uh, the budget nista and she always talks about how she started out on a, a salary she had a salary of maybe 35 to 40 thousand a year and you know she ended up um, being able to save up a ton of money and people were like how are you saving this much money on a teacher's salary and as she was doing those different things bam here she started doing these workshops and now she has the virtual uh, membership with uh, liverisher academy and she's literally doing the things she was doing already she's teaching it's just she's teaching adults now she's not teaching kids and another woman i think about is uh, terry egioma of the trade and travel um, course and it's a an online course that you guys should check out if you are interested in learning how to trade stocks but i got to hear her origin story a few weeks ago and she was saying how she was trading stocks just for her personal life like she that was just one of her income streams as she was working as an assistant principal i believe and she said that there was a time where she felt like god was calling her to either continue to work or to quit she felt like he was calling her to quit her job but she was like lord i don't know this is not really stable like i really want to stay where it's safe she asked some friends they said she should quit so she did and so she traveled the world and would travel to different places for a month at a time and people were asking like how are you paying for these trips and she said oh i trade stocks and they're like what and she said she thought that everybody knew how to trade stocks and so she shared her journey uh, she did a class in thailand posted it on her instagram feed and then when she came back to america to finish her degree her friends in america were like oh since we saw those trade and travel classes that you were doing so you need to do one for us and she did uh, she expected 10 to 20 people I think she said to show up and 71 people came to the very first thing that they had and again I share that because she was not like I'm about to have this business that in the first year I think of her course she made a million dollars in her course like which is amazing but she did not seek out becoming a teacher on trading stocks she just had people who were asking her regularly hey can you teach us what it is that you're doing and so i want to emphasize how much it's how important it is that business is your business is filling a need because if it's more about you than it's than your customers uh, when you get tied to a particular income stream or product or service idea if it's not a hit then you're just going to quit and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from experience like when I am super excited about an idea and I launch it and no one is interested, <laughs> I can have my feelings really be hurt or I can pivot and say, okay, I thought that was going to be a success, but that didn't turn out the way that I thought it was going to. And so let instead of me sitting over here in the corner, huffing and puffing, let me actually ask my audience, what is it that you're interested in?
And I think I shared before, you know, I was thinking about chilling out on the podcast, went into prayer about it, talked to a few people about it. And most people were like, what, how, you know, you can't stop you. Da, 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 da. But then I even asked my audience, I did a poll in our, in our um, newsletter. And I said, you know, what do you love most about the Black Girls of Purpose community? And over 35% said the podcast. And so I'm saying, okay, if even if I didn't like podcasting, which I really do enjoy podcasting, if I'm serious about filling a need and my audience is saying, hey, Brie, we love your podcast. This is why we stay connected with you every week. Then for me to say, okay, that's, I love that. That's cool that you like that, but I'm going to go do this other thing. I would just continue to start all these other things and never make progress with what it is that my audience is saying that they need. And so it's so important. So that's a, a really great transition into the Bible study portion of this business and Bible study. And our scripture for today comes out of Philippians 2, 3 through 5. And it says, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus. And again, that's Philippians 2, 3 through 5. Now, I said this already, but I'm going to say again, the reason why it's so important that you understand that business is about filling a need is that when things do not go right, which things do not always go right in business, it's going to be a lot easier for you to entertain the idea of quitting. You're going to say, you know what? I'm out here. I'm hustling. I'm grinding. Nobody appreciates me. And, you know, nobody's buying what it is that I'm offering. So I'm done with this whole thing. And, you know, you, that's your right. You can do that. Honestly, you can, but you have to think of how many people need a specific thing that you may be skilled in that you've just decided you don't want to do because that's not what comes to you comfortably. And I say comfortably because there are a lot of things that we kind of grow into. I shared last week, I did not, I was not a podcaster initially. That was not something that came very naturally to me. I've shared that my friend Allie always talks about, or we and me and my friend Allie always talk about how um, the first time she had a girls retreat for their youth ministry, she invited me to speak. And I very clearly told her, oh, I'm a writer. I don't speak, but I will write something down and read what I wrote. And when I think about the particular journey that I have been on, even professionally, I think about it how a lot of the things that I've done and do are not things that I would have picked for myself originally, but a need presented itself. And so I said, okay, how can I help with this? You know, with the, with the Brands by Brie business, I had never designed a website before, but my aunt needed it. And so instead of just telling her, oh, I don't do websites, I figured out a way to make it work. Now, we'll talk a little bit about this next week in terms of pivoting, but when I talk about business being about filling a need, this does not mean that every time your audience raises up and needs something new, you're like, oh, okay, we're going to do that. Like, if my audience comes and says, oh, we really like sneakers, well, we're, you know, we're more of a content brand and we're more of, a, of a, an educational services business. So it's not necessarily appropriate for me to go and jump in, and, and make some sneakers because my audience said that they need sneakers. Now, what I can do is connect them with someone who I know who makes sneakers. And of course, as, a, as an organization called Black Girls of Purpose, I would primarily look for other women of color who create shoes. It does not mean that you jump up at the, at the sight of every new and shiny thing but it does mean that you are in tune with your community 
community and you are constantly asking the things that they need that fall within the wheelhouse of what it is that you're already offering. And so in this passage of scripture in Philippians 2, 3 through 5, Paul is actually talking to the church of Philippi, and he says to them that nothing should be done with selfishness or empty conceit, but out of a desire to look out for others' interests. Now, practicing this will really help you if you're trying to build a business versus if you're pursuing a hobby. And I said that previously. I don't believe that everything that you do is about making money. And especially again, as women of faith, as Christian women, there are gonna be some things that you probably could make a bunch of money off of that God's gonna have you do for free. And there are even some services that you do charge for that God may say, okay, but for this person, I want you to do it for free. One, because he wants you to recognize, at least in my own life, I know that God does that to show, okay, this gift is from God anyway, so I can't really withhold this thing. But then two, you just never know who's gonna be on the receiving end of that blessing and then how it's going to come to you in other ways. Uh, there have been women that I've been able to pour into in previous seasons that in seasons where I was maybe hurting a little bit or didn't have the financial capabilities to do something. I've had women who were willing to barter services with me. And I know that I believe personally that that was a result of previous seasons where God has told me, hey, do that for free or do that at a heavily discounted price for this person and I will pay you back eventually. There's a scripture in, in Proverbs that talks about how whenever you lend to the poor, you're really lending to the Lord and he will always repay you. And so it's not about being out here and not using discernment and doing everything for free, but there will be things that God says, okay, hey, this one's on the house. This one's on me. And when you when you really are about filling that need, sometimes those can be some of the best business transactions that you ever make because they remind you that your business is a ministry. And so I've speak, spoken on this a little bit throughout this episode, but really if you are intentional about your business being a business, not just a hobby, but really being a business and being able to scale what it is that you're doing. Um, and you want to be known as a business that fills a need, then there are lots of ways that you can assess those particular needs of your community. Now, other than asking directly, like I said, I'm really big on doing a poll and just saying, hey, what is it that you would like to see? I'm really big on that. And you can do that even if you don't have a newsletter, you can do that on your Instagram feed. You can do those polls on there. You can do a quiz and ask people, what is it that you think we offer? That is really interesting because you want to make sure that what it is that you offer and what your audience thinks you offer are the same thing or they're similar enough where they're not like, wait, you, you sell skates? We thought you sold glasses, right? You want it to be in that same family. So if you're not going to ask them directly through a poll on your social media or through a poll in your email list, one, you can monitor the most popular pages on your website. Two, you can assess and look at the products that people buy most regularly or three you can see what people are asking about on a regular basis even if you don't offer it already now one the mo monitoring the popular pages on your website a really great way to do that is by using google analytics um, and just seeing like which pages are getting the most time, which pages people are spending the most time on, what links people are clicking most regularly, the products people are almost buying that's pretty obvious, right? So if you are an apparel brand and people buy every single hoodie that you have, but they don't maybe buy your dad caps, then that doesn't necessarily mean scrap the dad caps, but don't continue to put a bunch of time into that 
unless you are willing to ask your audience, hey, we notice that you guys don't really seem to buy a lot of the dad caps. What is it? Because sometimes it may be a simple fix. Sometimes they may say, oh, well, we don't really like the designs on it, or that particular brand is not really a good fit for my head size, or whatever the case may be. And if you are really committed to those hat designs and you know the Lord has told you to sell some hats, then you can pivot appropriately. And then lastly, I said, what people are asking about paying attention to what people are asking about, even if you don't offer it already. I know that for me, when I did our poll, um, a lot of people were talking about networking opportunities, which really ties in well with the Activate community because we do do a, a virtual meetup every month. But I just thought, okay, what is a way that people can be engaged with us, even if they're not a part of the Activate community. I don't want it to be one of those things of, oh, well, you want to network with us, but you got to be in this, this specific group. And so I've been brainstorming different things that that could, different ways that that could look, because I do want to be of service. And if women are saying that they want to connect with each other, even virtually, then I want to make sure that I'm being intentional to put in the necessary time to offer that, even if, though it's not something that we have already. And in the past, we've done monthly events, but again, still with COVID, that's not necessarily an option right now. It's not necessarily practical and people are still not as comfortable as they once were, understandably so, um, getting out around a bunch of people. And so those are the three things that you can do. Um, I think that what is so important, again, when it comes to this filling a need is just that flexibility, y'all. And you also have to understand, maybe just a seasonal piece. And we'll talk about this when we talk about pivoting next week. But, you know, I think about just something simple, like me posting a bunch of sweatshirts in the summer. If most of my clientele is in Texas and I'm posting sweatshirts, people don't need sweatshirts in Texas during the summertime. And so you also need to be paying attention to what is popular seasonally, because you may have tried to launch something in January that people didn't really feel like they needed. But now in quarter four of the year, you may be able to go back and revisit it and say, okay, hey, Here's this offering. I know we've offered it before. You weren't interested then, but I really want to come back to it. And I know for me, this happened with the Activate community. We launched last year in October. And, and I, I said, okay, here's what, what, what we do. We're out here to help you scale your business and to cultivate community and to help you with your accountability. And no one bought even one membership. And while I was a little bit disappointed, I didn't take it too harshly because I was just like, okay, well, this is not something that people are looking for right now. But then when we relaunched in April, COVID had just hit. So people already were kind of feeling like, you know what, I may not know when I'm going to get to meet in person, do networking events in person again. So let me get join this community. And then people also felt like, hey, I have all this extra time. I'm working from home now. I don't have this hour and a half commute so I can commit to one to two hours a week to learn a new skill because we also have educational resources within the community where people can learn how to build a website or they can learn how to um, update their resume, which is so important even in this season where a lot of people are job hunting. And so I could have looked at people not purchasing the membership last year and say, you know what? 
forget it. I'm done with this. But I really felt like it was on my heart based off of my own particular needs as a woman of faith and business. I was like, no, I really feel like women need this. We need accountability. We need people who are going to help us move from an idea to action. And we need someone to follow up and say, okay, how far along are you with this? And then we need educational resources because sometimes a lack of education in a particular topic, not necessarily a degree, but a particular topic we want to learn more about is the reason why we don't move forward with something because we say, okay, well, I can't really start a candle business because I don't know how to make candles, like simple things like that. And so I really want to um, just emphasize again how important it is to constantly be conversing with your community, whether that's through your social media pages, whether it's through your email newsletter that you send out every week or every other week. And you will be surprised with how much insight people are willing to give you into what they need. People like talking about themselves. It comes very naturally. And so if you are willing to take that time, and in some cases you may be, may even be able to, um, take someone to virtual coffee and ask them more in-depth questions of, you know, what is it that you like about our business? I'm fortunate enough to be friends with a lot of women of faith in business. And so whenever I talk to them about the Black Girls of Purpose business, the brand, I'm able to just ask them, okay, what is it that you like about our community? That's really how I was able to pivot and realize that, you know, while we were initially marketing ourselves as an organization that helped create connections between women of color, when I talk to people who are close to me and people who I know listen to the podcast every week, the common theme was inspiration. And I was just like, you know, it's, it seems like a weird thing to quote unquote sell that people aren't necessarily like, I want to be inspired today. But when, if everyone is saying that's what they get out of this community, then that's what it is that we're offering. And I hope I can't take credit for that, but I hope that's part of the reason we've been able to, even have more listeners because people are like, oh, they create inspiring content for women of faith in business. I'm a woman of faith. I want to be inspired. And so then they subscribe to our podcast or they, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel or they just follow us on our Instagram, whatever the case may be. And so when you do know what it is that your audience needs, you're able to have that clarity. You're able to communicate communicate it clearly. And then you're able to create products and service services surrounding that specific need. Another reason why this is so great is because when opportunities come, because I promise you all, it seems like it's kind of like the saying when people say, you know, you're in a job hunting process and all of a sudden you went from not having any to having four and having to choose which. It's the same thing with your business. Whenever opportunities present themselves, it won't just go from like one to two. It'll be like one to a hundred. And if you know what needs your business is filling, then you can say, okay, yeah, it would be really amazing for me to have a TV show, but, you know, I know my audience doesn't really watch TV, or I know that my audience uh, would not really be interested in watching a two-day workshop series. They really like actionable items that are short and sweet. So when you know what their need is, when you know the, the even their demographics, you're able to make this, those kinds of calls because you had that clarity. And so it's just so important, again, that you all know that, your business is about filling a need. And that's gonna help you even on days where you don't feel motivated to create because you're gonna realize someone 
needs what it is that I'm creating. If it's candles, because, hey, that's a part of their self-care routine. If it's paintings, because they are really about having luxurious spaces and, and having a, a, a welcoming environment when they come home. Whatever it is, you are able to specifically hone in on it, and you're able to uh, create offerings and other services around it. And so I really hope that you will um, take some time and just ask yourself, you know, what need am I filling in my business? Am I filling a need? And if you're not, I would challenge you and encourage you to just create a short survey for your audience that asks them specific things like, hey, what is it that you need? What would you like from our community? What things do you like that we're offering already? And that will really help you as you finish out 2020 and as you plan uh, for 2021 as well. And so if you all need assistance with specific things to ask in those surveys, um, just shoot me a DM on Instagram at Black Girls of Purpose and I can create a document. And again, see, even what I'm saying right now, y'all, is about filling a need. If I don't want to create it if you don't need it. So if you feel like you need a sample survey to send your email audience or your social media audience about the needs that they have within your community, then shoot me a DM on Instagram at Black Girls of Purpose and I'll be happy to help you with that. Y'all, you are so amazing. You're amazing because you were created by God. You have specific and unique gifts and the world needs them. And I believe truly, if you look at the, the needs of your community, there's something you can say, you know what? I can offer that, Brie. These other things I can't help them with. I can uh, get them connected with somebody who does that. But this, this is my specific offering. And so hope that you enjoyed this episode for this week. I hope that you will share it with somebody in your community. And I hope that you'll do those three things I said at the very beginning. Download our priorities playbook at Black of purpose.org forward slash priorities follow us on instagram at black girls of purpose and then leave us a review on apple Podcasts. So without further ado you all i love you so much i will god willing talk to you next week and make sure if you have not you go to our instagram page and um comment on our giveaway post because we're doing giveaways every week so if you did not see that giveaway post, just look for the post that has giveaway at the beginning of the caption and um, comment under there to enter our giveaway for this particular week. But I am so thankful for you. I appreciate you for listening and God willing, I'll talk to you next week. All right, Purpose Peeps, that's it for this week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do one of three things for me. First, post a screenshot and key takeaway on your Instagram story and tag us at Black Girls of Purpose so we can repost you. Second, if you think someone would enjoy this episode, please share it with them. And then third, please leave a review so we can continue to reach a lot of people with this podcast. It is such a pleasure to come to you guys each and every week, and I'm so looking forward to continuing to grow our community. I'll talk to you next week.